Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy and clearly I'm not in the fucking studio today. The reason I'm not in the studio is because I leave for LA at quite literally four in the motherfucking morning tomorrow. I have to head to the airport and be gorgeous there. Um, Oh my god, I just want to do the most toxic thing in the world, but I'm not going to do that. Ah, uh, damn it. I'm on my old laptop. Okay, this is where I'm toxic as shit. I'm on my old laptop, and I... You know how you can get, like, blocked messages on your laptop? Like, I just want to see the fuckers that I blocked that are, like, texting me. Whatever, okay? We all have our weaknesses, and that's mine. So the reason I'm not in studio is because I go to L.A. tomorrow. I just don't have time. I literally just don't have time, but... I will be recording in LA, not one, but two podcasts. I'm doing somebody else's podcast and I'm recording in LA my podcast. So a bitch is going to be shaking her titties in LA this weekend. And yeah, that's just that. So I'm back in the bedroom. The real ones remember. The real ones fucking remember. But today we're going to talk about Paris, my motherfucking Paris recap. So, so much happened in Paris. Um, Paris was a wild ride, to say the least, in like the best way possible. Let me just get into it. So basically, Friday night is when I left for Paris. I have flight anxiety, okay? I'm an anxious ass cunt in general. Like, I'm just an anxious ass little bitch, to be honest. So I was like, okay, I need to upgrade. This is like where I like sound like such a cunt, but I was like, I need to upgrade to business class. And like I was stocking the prices of business class because normally it's like $4,000. And I was like, babe, TikTok doesn't pay that well. Like it really doesn't pay that well. And the day of the flight, it like was like 300. And I was like, whatever, I'm going to upgrade just because like I like I have not flown that long. And so I don't think I've ever flown that long. It was like a seven hour flight. So I was like, OK, I just want to and maybe it'll help my anxiety. Who knew the cure to my anxiety was business class? Loved it. Loved every minute of it. But um, I did upgrade. So it was like, yeah. But it was an easy flight, honestly. I took a red eye. I mean, I got to sleep on the plane barely. But left Friday night, woke up in Paris Saturday morning. And it was really fucking nice. I was like, okay, wait, I love this. So business class did help with my... And I hate being like, imagine if I was that bitch. I was like... And business class like really helped with my anxiety. It's like, no, I just want to give you the nitty gritty of every single part of the trip. And yeah, I did like just being more spacious. Also, it was like my first time in Europe, like my first time going to Europe, too. And I didn't realize how big the planes were. They're very big. So I didn't realize that. But yeah, um, I feel like I would have been fine in economy, too. But I was like, let me just do this. So I did just that. Saturday, Nicole got in, reunited with my bitch. It's been so long and I just like missed her so much. I hadn't seen her since my birthday, but we text and talk so much that it like honestly feels like I was there, but like I literally wasn't. So reunited with Nicole and I'm just, uh, I really do love her. I'm seeing her this weekend too. I do just feel so myself and just so good when I'm with her like and that's what everyone should strive for in a friendship is just like feeling like the best version of yourself when you're with that person and like that's actually we'll get into it in the episode I talked about that in therapy where it's like I just want to feel like myself and I just want to feel like the best version of myself when I'm with the people I'm with so yeah I you know what it just feels good to be with her, like just reunited with her. And it, I just it just feels good. So before Paris, I was like, Nicole, we have to get our little thought asses on hinge and we have to let's just do like a double date in Paris. And like we were fighting for a while because we have vastly different types of men. And she was like, Livy, I'm not going on a date with one of the guys that you want me to go on a double date with, because like I think that like 
they're just not my type. And I was sending her <laughs> some questionable looking motherfuckers. But I was like, Nicole, can you just like get over it? Can we just go like we're not in Paris to find love, bitch. We're in Paris to just have a good fucking time. OK, and we already found love within ourselves. OK, self love, bitch. But I was like, just deal. So it took a minute for me to convince Nicole, hey, you don't even have to like the fucker. Just deal with him, okay? We're going on a double date. It is what it is. So I, I really wanted to experience the Paris culture. So I was like, oh, we have to do a double date. You know, like I really want to experience the croissants, the wine, the dick that's in Paris. Like I wanted to experience all of it. I really wanted to get in touch with Paris. So we we did just that. So Nicole was on the fence about it because she does think everyone's ugly. And I was like, it doesn't matter, bitch. Just go on the date. So we did just that. And mind you, Nicole and I are at dinner. We're eating dinner. We're drinking a bottle of wine. The girls are doing what they got to do. And I'm messaging like five different motherfuckers on Hinge. Basically, it's like I'm the bachelorette. And whatever one presents me with the best option is the one I'm going to go with. Like, and that's just what it is. Okay, like I'm in petty. Like, come on, like give me the best option. So I'm like messaging these men on Hinge at the same time, like enjoying dinner with Nicole and I was like okay this is perfect da 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 whatever we're gonna go and we met with our boys and you probably saw like the vlog recap or the TikTok recap or anything like that but I feel like on the podcast I can like really share with you guys just like the nitty-gritty of it all because in my head it just feels like such a safe space here. I'm like, yeah, why would I not tell you about like literally everything? Mind you, we show up for the date and my date shows up for my date, like date in quotations because of the fact that me and Nicole were swapping men as if it was our job anyways. But my date shows up and I'm like, hey, like I'm a cunt. You know what I mean? Like I'm a bitch and I'm just like a little bit standoffish. And Nicole was telling me that later in the night. She's like, I did not expect that from you. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I need a moment. Like I need a moment before I can like, be so energetic in myself and like ah like all those things with a man like I need a moment to be like what's your vibe like what are you doing here you know and it's like a day it's literally a date but it's just I'm like mm, what is it so I did make Nicole fully carry the conversation with my date I was like yeah whatever it is what it is and then I got like a little bit more comfortable and I was like okay like tell me about your exes fully made them tell us about their exes because why not like while in Perry might as well mind you we are drunk okay we are <laughs> drunk so we're just having like the deepest conversations with these men which is like so questionable but Honestly, it was a good time. And but OK, as the drunker we got, the more you just like open up to these men. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I learned about European men. Number one, their outlook on everything is just so fucking sexy. Like they just have such a sexy outlook on things. For example, we Nicole and I were just like asking them we're drunk too so we sound like this we're like what do you think when like a girl fucks the guy on the first date are you gonna ghost her and he's like no like why would I ghost a girl just for like we had sex on the first date like not at all and I'm like oh my god that's such a big thing in America like they think you're like a ginormous whore and slut if you just like fuck on the first date and they're like what like no that's like so weird and then I was like do you prefer your partner to have like a bunch of bodies or do you just prefer them to have like not that many or like be like a virgin and they're like no I want the person that I'm having sex with or like my girlfriend or whatever to have like had experience like I don't want to sit and have to teach a woman how to fuck and I was like you are so different than the men in America because the men in America are literally like or a lot of them I would say are just like they like to slut shame 
and don't act like they don't. They like to slut shame. So there's that's just like not a thing in Paris. They're like, no, why would I slut shame? Like if she goes bomb ass head, like thank God she learned it somewhere. They never once said that. That was coming from my own heart and soul, but is what it is. And they, I just like really like their outlook on a lot of things. Also, they don't talk about work. They don't talk about money, which is actually so nice because I can't even tell you the amount of times where I've been on a date and some man's either talking to me about money or work. And guess what? I don't give a fuck about either of them. I'll act excited that you're a lawyer. In reality, I don't give a single fuck. Like I just don't, there's so many more layers to a person than what they do for a living. Like I just don't have the time and energy to sit and be like, oh my God, like what do you tell me all about your legal things that you do you know but no fuck off I don't care get to the depths of it like I just want to know more about you as a person like your views what do you like to do all these things whatever so we were having that much like conversation with them and then (laughs) we did make them kiss that's how comfortable they are with their sexuality like they are so comfortable with their sexuality they're like why would why is that weird that we are kissing on the lips I was like men in America would die if they had to do that they're like what the fuck is wrong with men in America and I'm like Sorry, I'm just like, whatever. But mind you, Nicole and I are drunk at this point. And I came to this realization in therapy yesterday, sidetrack, that I like have my people that I can drink with and I have my people that like I can't drink with. Like you guys know I don't like to drink that much. Like I'm just not, like I don't like that. So I realize like I, because I love getting drunk with Nicole. Like I will drink the, I will drink so fucking much with that bitch. And it's cause I just feel comfortable and I feel safe with her. Like that's why I'm able to drink with her. It's like, that is, and it's like, oh, okay. So I have my safety people. Like Katie's another one where I feel like I can drink with. So basically just all my friends in New York can't really drink with them. They give me anxiety apparently. So yeah, but I think that was like a really interesting thing. Cause if you notice there's people in your life where you're like, oh, I could get so fucked up with them. I can black out with them. Like I just feel that comfortable with them. It's like, oh, okay. There's a raisin, love. There's a raisin. So, oh my God, why am I so obnoxious today? Sorry, I drink so much coffee. But yeah, we were just talking a lot about like European, like the differences between men in Europe and America. And they were just like, they're just sexy. Like I love a European man. Like their outlook on shit. I'm like, I love you. So, oh, I'm also like at the same time, I'm on this double date. I'm like talking to my dad. I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah, whatever. Like, I love you, babe. Like, I want to marry you, whatever. Lying. Um, And I'm texting these men on Hinge at the same time. Like, what are you doing tonight? Like, are you still going to be at the jazz club? Because I'm like, Nicole, we might go on a second double date tonight. Like, just whatever. But then the men we were with, they're like, come on, let's go out. Let's go. Like, let's go to this bar. They take us to this bar immediately. All heads turn, look at us as we walk in. I'm like, oh my God, it's because we're stunning. No, babe, it's because you couldn't shut the fuck up. Like I was literally screaming, walking into the bar. I'm drunk. I'm like, ah, whatever, being annoying. So, um, yeah, we got into the bar. The boys are buying us tequila shots. We're drinking margaritas. I'm like, why am I drinking a margarita in Paris right now? And railing tequila shots. Also, it's not railing, but I'm doing tequila shots. And it's just like, what is happening here, love? Like, what was happening? What we doing? And it honestly was just such a good night. Then we like went out dancing. Did we all kiss? Yes, absolutely. We were just kind of like all on a date with each other is what it felt like. Like we were all just on one big group date. And I like loved it. I really did love the boys. Never going to see them again. <laughs> Never. Um, but I did love that. And then Nicole and I 
went home. Nicole, like, made me stop at the grocery store. She kept calling it the bodega. I'm like, bitch, we're in Paris. Like, this is not the bodega, bitch. And she just got, we just got so much food. And then we were, Nicole and I were drunk sitting, thinking this is the best idea. We're like, we're going to get married. Like, and not in a sexual way. Like, we'll have, like, men that we fuck and shit like that. But, like, you fulfill my needs. Like, why would we not get married? Like, imagine, like, us going and getting married in Vegas. Like, it's such a good deal. And I'm like, I'm like, Nicole, you'd have to sign a prenup. And she's like, okay, that's so rude. She was like, what do you think? I'm just going to steal all your money. I'm like, no, like, I would sign a prenup too, bitch. Like, we're just literally having this discussion. Three in the morning, drunk as absolute hell. And I'm like, whatever. Sunday, we slept until 2 p.m. And I honestly feel like that's how I beat my jet lag because... I slept so much, so I, like, just didn't really have jet lag. But it was really intense to sleep for 12 hours. Like, babe, be so for real right now. Like, you're in Paris. Like, get up and go shake your titties at the Eiffel Tower. Like, what are we doing here? So it didn't affect me much. Jet lag, I was really grateful for that. But we stumbled out of the house at, like, 3 p.m. And we literally just, like, wandered around and got croissants. And our main thing to do that day was, like, get dinner. And, of course, like, my whore ass is, like, and Instagram photos. Like, the two things we need, dinner and Instagram photos. Because it's, like, listen... I needed to get my fits off. I needed to do what I needed to do in Perry. So yeah, after our little Paris stroll is when the hangover hit and we're like, mm, no, like can't be out on the town. Absolutely not. Like I'm going home. We need to lay down and we just need to lay. And then we got ready, like filmed to get ready with me. We were like the TikTok whores. And um, this is like my love language. I think this is like my favorite thing to do. I did it last night too. Be with one of your besties. Be with one of your girls. You go. You get the sluttiest, most gorgeous Instagram photos of yourself. You're so excited. And then you go and you eat dinner. And after dinner, you go home, edit your photos, and you just live your best life. But then you go and just, like, have the best dinner ever. Like, I genuinely think that's, like, a love language for me. Going, like, getting ready for dinner with your girls. Like, looking all nice, whatever. Going to get the best Instagram photos. Go to dinner. Like, stuff your face. Have the best time at dinner. And just, yeah. I'm like, that is a love language. If I've ever fucking heard of one, it's that. So, yeah, I definitely do love that, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm really on one today. So then we were just hanging out at dinner. Like, we had a good time. And I was like, okay, whatever. Monday rolls around, okay? And I was like, bitch, we need to get out of the house. Like, we need to see Paris kind of thing. Like, the hangover was wearing off. I was like, let's go out and about. So I was like, need a fit pick because you guys know I'm getting in more into my fashion. I'm like, I really am into fashion. So go follow me on Instagram to look at all the Paris fit picks because I put my heart, soul, and badisiasy into those. So go look. But we wanted to shop and eat. So Nicole found a bunch of vintage shops that we went to. And we were just like running around town, like going into the vintage shops. And then we like ate at this little place. It was really good. And then, you guys, okay, before going to Paris, I was like, I want to buy a designer bag there. Like, I really want to buy one there. And I was just kind of saying it. Like, did I mean it? I don't know. Yeah, I did. Because I bought it. So, yeah. But, spoiler alert, um, bags in Europe are a lot cheaper. Don't ask me why. I have absolutely no idea why. And I think it's like the tax refund and everything. And I, I, I literally don't know why. But I was like, Nicole, let's just, like, go to Dior I've been wanting a, I've been wanting a Dior bag for a while a specific one and I was like let's just like go there and I kept telling myself I was gonna buy myself one for my birthday never did whatever and so Nicole and I go in Dior I find this bag and I'm like okay Livy be so realistic with yourself first time in Paris you've been wanting a designer bag this specific Dior bag do it 
Like, why not pull fucking trick on this? Like, you work your ass off, you know, you can do it, do it. And it was one of those moments where I was like, what the absolute fuck is my life? Because a year ago, I was just freshly cheated on. I had probably not much money to my name, not really at all. And I was so heartbroken, crying over this like loser cheating asshole. And I was like, where am I going to be in a year from now? And it's like, if you had told me, a year ago that I would be in Paris buying a designer bag, I'd be like, what the absolute fuck? So I don't know. It's just one of those moments where it's like, I'm so proud of myself for how far I've came and like what I've done for myself. But at the same time, just like, what is life? Like, I just have so much gratitude. I just have, I'm so grateful for like exactly where I am at this point of life. And like, I do get in my head a lot of like, I could be doing more. I could be doing this better. I could be doing that better. But it's just like, take a moment. In that moment, I was like, this is fucking incredible. Like, you should be so proud of yourself. You should just be so, just like, wow. To, like, look back a year ago and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, even a year ago, I was like, I really don't think I could be on a flight that long to France. Like, I genuinely don't think I could do it. And it's like, babe, you could do it. Like, look at you. And I'm just like, wow. I don't know. I'm trying to have more of these moments where I just feel, like, really proud of myself and I'm really like, wow, you, like, did the damn thing because it's really easy for me to get wrapped up in, like, what's next? Like, what am I going to do now? Like, whatever, like, this number, this number, that number, whatever. And it's just, like, I don't know. It was such a special moment. And I'm not one of those bitches. Like, I'm not, you're not going to see me do an unboxing. You're not going to see me do any of that shit. I don't know because I also don't like being super flat flashy about it if that sounds right like I just don't want it to be like look what I bought like look what I fucking got it's like kind of just like a sentimental thing for me too where I'm like oh this is just so important to me this is literally just a reflection of how hard I've worked in the past year and like that's exactly why I bought her and yeah I am proud of myself I'm very proud of myself of like just life is like crazy and I just that's my biggest thing is like Life is so fucking gorgeous if you let it be that gorgeous. You know what I mean? Like, I could have sat and I could have been with that motherfucker and let him cheat over and over and over. But it was like, I put myself first, put myself love first. And I'm slinging dick and buying designer bags in Paris. Like, what? No. So anyways, yeah, I don't love to, like, be like, look at my unboxing. But if you look on, like, the vlog and stuff, you'll see it. And on my Instagram, I'm obviously going to, like, post photos of me wearing it and stuff like that. I'm never just going to be like, all right, unboxing, here we go. I don't know. I just don't really love that. It's not my thing. So I'd rather just, like, talk my shit on the internet. Yeah. Uh, just so grateful. There's honestly a lot of gratitude. And then Nicole and I were talking, too. I was like, good luck to the motherfucker that dates me. Because, like, my level of independence has just like skyrocketed like I've always been an independent boss ass bitch kind of thing but it's like it is skyrocketed to a different degree where I'm like if I want to do a weekend in Paris I'm gonna do a fucking weekend in Paris and it's like the man I date has to match that energy I was talking about that in therapy today the other day too because it's just like if I bring somebody into this life like I created this amazing gorgeous beautiful life for myself if I'm gonna bring somebody in you best believe they better be a fucking addition. Like they must be the most amazing thing in the entire world for me to bring them into my life because I am whole. I am complete. I have created a gorgeous life. I have an amazing circle around me. I love what I do. I love my job. I love everything about this life. So I'm never going to bring a man in. And like the second I get like stress or anxiety, anything like that, it's like, get the fuck out of my face. I already have enough anxiety, bitch. A bitch got OCD like and anxiety. I don't need more of that in my life and I will never in my entire life again let a man make me feel that way. Such a tangent, but it's just like 
I don't know, just from a year ago, I just remember that feeling so vividly of like so hopeless. Like, what the fuck? Where do I go from here? Like, what do I do? Kind of thing. Like, I really love this person. I want to be with them, but they cheated. They don't know my worth. Da 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 da. Whatever. It's like, fuck that. Walk away, bitch. So. That's my little tangent. It wouldn't be a midday matcha episode if I didn't talk a little bit of shit about my exes and then they go like, do your thing, be a girl boss, whatever. So yeah. Later that day, Nicole and I are like, let's go to dinner. Like, let's just grab some steak rates. A bitch wanted steak rates. And this story time is everywhere. It's on my TikTok. Nicole's TikTok is quite literally everywhere. So I'm not going to like repeat it to like bore the shit out of you guys. But basically with Nicole and I, it's either we have one glass of wine or a bottle. Like there is no in between. Once you give us one glass, if you give us a second, we're getting fucked up kind of thing. Like there's just no in between. Like it's either a glass. The second we have that second glass, forget it. We're having a night like it is what it is. So the men at the French cafe were just giving us a bunch of wine and we just got so fucked up, just so wine drunk. I'm calling my hoe like, we go to a second restaurant because we didn't like the food at the other restaurant and we order steak free to get and we become best friends with the people next to us. It's like this whole thing. There's so many um, story times on my vlog and everywhere else. I'm like, I don't want to bore you guys with the details once again. But I was like, I was not expecting us to have a night. So it's like we had one dinner, which was like barely a dinner. I had like my French onion soup. Nicole had her snails. And then we escargot, my bad. And then we went to second dinner where I fully had a steak frites. Nicole and I had another French onion soup. I'm like, a bitch has had a lot of French onion soup. Like if I see French onion soup again, I'm going to lose my absolute mind because it's been a lot of French onion soup. Nicole has more snails. We eat our dinner and then we go home. Nicole orders dessert and I go, why would we not order McDonald's right now? Three dinners, bitch. Three fucking dinners. Yeah, is what it is. So we definitely did have three dinners and like live your best fucking life. Like I'm in Paris, bitch. Like I'm going to do what I want to do. Tuesday, next day, wake up hungover is absolute hell. I'm like, I can't even see straight. And I'm just like, Nicole and I had so many plans. We like had to go to the Eiffel Tower. I had to get my tax refund for my bag. All these things. And we go out, we get our coffees, we explore a little bit. And then after lunch, we're like, let's just like go back to the um, Airbnb for a second and just relax. We both were like, there is no fucking way you're going to see my ass at the Eiffel Tower eating sushi tonight. There's like absolutely no, because that was our plan. I was like, Nicole, like I just cannot. And the thing is, it's like I did have travelers, travelers guilt where I was like, I feel like I should be doing all these amazing things. Like I'm in Paris, like I should be at the Eiffel Tower. But I was like, I really just need a day in bed because every day since I've got into Paris has been like, bam, 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 bam. So it's like, okay, let's take a break. We ordered Poke Bowls, watched the ultimatum on Netflix and just really had ourselves a little time. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like this is just what I needed. Because it was like, okay, let's just literally relax. And I honestly... I love that. That's like a love language to me. I kid you not like sitting in bed, eating our favorite foods and just watching a show. I'm like a bitch needs that. And I'm I'm the type of bitch where I'm like, I need to recharge my energy often. So that just felt like such a good energy recharge. Like got a tarot bubble tea and lived our best fucking lives. So yeah. Mm hmm. And I was watching this vlog of this one guy and he travels a lot and he was like, rest days are so important. Like you really should rest uh, just so you can feel like, feel like you have, mm, uh, yeah, 
I don't feel like talking anymore. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like further explaining myself. Basically, the motherfucker was like, have some rest days. And I was like, all right, valid. Wednesday, this was our last full day. So Wednesday rolls around and I'm like, let's get going. Let's get on it. We had like so much to get done. We had to do the tax refund. We had to go look at the Eiffel Tower. We had to do all those things. So we took Instagram photos. We went vintage shopping. At this point, I was like, I literally cannot buy anything else. Number one, my dumbass packed so much for a week in Paris. You would have thought I was like going away for a month and a half. Like the amount of shit I packed is like Livy. Be so for real. Be so honest with yourself. Did you really need to bring all that? The answer is absolutely not. Like I didn't. I didn't. But I did anyways. So whatever. And I was like, I have no room. And it was kind of nice because I would have shopped a lot. So it was like kind of nice that I like just didn't have any rooms because I was like Livy, like literally like I was like dying in the airport, like on an eight hour flight with like bag, like six bags, whatever. So I was like, okay. And I did enough shopping, damn it. I bought a bag. Like, bitch, it's like, relax. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay. But, and then Nicole and I, we went to the Luxembourg Gardens, if I'm saying that wrong, my bad. And we literally just laid on the grass. And I was like, oh, this is just like so nice. Like, just to be in Paris with my bitch. Like, I love her more than anything. We're just relaxing. We're having a good time. We're on the grass. And we're just laying down. And I was like, that is just like so peaceful. Something about European lifestyle, they do siesta is it siesta I think it's siesta where from basically like three to six they're not really doing much and I was like I want to incorporate that in my life they just have a very much more relaxed lifestyle and I'm like I want to be doing that more like I just want to have that relaxed lifestyle because I'm just I'm not relaxed ever I don't think I've quite literally relaxed one day in my fucking life love so yeah but then guys Things took a turn because Livy started thinking about her ex-boyfriend. Remember the one I was just like, I can't like, thank God I left him. Like, girl boss, all these things. Nicole and I are at dinner and I'm like, I don't know what it was. I do know exactly what it was. One, I was in France. My ex is from France. Two, when I thought about being in Paris for the first time, like, I always thought I would be with him. Like, I always thought that would be our thing because like, that's just something we talked about a lot together and I was just thinking about him a little bit. You know, it's been a it was a year to the day, basically, from like the whole cheating. I was about to like a cheating scandal. The cheating happened and everything like that, where I was just like, oh, fuck, like I'm thinking about him. And I wanted to know if he was thinking about me, too. And I will say one thing with our breakup is like I didn't really get closure and I don't believe in closure. I don't think closure is a thing, but like basically I just like had to block him like that's what everything came down to it was like we weren't getting anywhere we were just arguing and I he didn't want to be broken up I wanted to be broken up he wasn't respecting my boundaries and I was just like I have to block him like it is what it is and that was a really hard thing to do because it was like mind you I thought I'd marry this fucker you know like I I don't ever get in a relationship unless I'm like I see a fucking future with you and I can't wait to build one of those things with you that's probably like why I'm never in a relationship because I don't see that with everybody obviously and if I did it'd be a problem and if I did it'd be a fucking issue so (sighs) yeah I did text him whatever if you saw it on TikTok you know it was off a fake number whatever but we did just like have that moment of I guess it wasn't closure I guess it was just more it actually made me a little bit sad because it was just like yeah you know you know what I mean like you know that feeling you're like no because you're not explaining it 
he was just like, I was so lucky to have you in my life. And I was like, you were so fucking lucky. Because if there was one thing I did, it was like, I did genuinely love you. And I did want the best for you kind of thing. And then I was like, okay, like I can't keep having this conversation because it's just like not going to go anywhere. So I deleted it the second I landed in New York, the app. I deleted the app that I texted him off of. And I was like, I just can't really deal with that. And I don't really want to because it was like, he's like, can we talk on the phone? Like, are you still in Paris? Do you still like flowers? And I was like, God, like I literally just reached out and you're trying to love bomb me back again. Like, get over it. Um, and there really was no other conversation. And he was like, I literally never in a million years thought you would text me. And I was like, bitch, same, literally same. I just didn't think I would. But I think when things end the way that it ended with us and it was so traumatic and it was so aggressive and awful and it just was horrid. It makes you think. Yeah. And I still stand by my decision. I still think it was the best thing I ever... Leaving that fucker was the best thing I ever did. And there is no room for him in my life anymore. And he's blocked on everything. And he'll continue to stay blocked on everything. But he did think about me. And that was, like, really just what I wanted to know. But, yeah. It was something. Nicole and I were both at the Eiffel Tower texting our exes. Because if I'm going to expose myself, I'm going to expose that bitch too. No, but we both were at the Eiffel Tower texting our exes a little and just, yeah. I also think with like a new chapter of life that I definitely am headed in. I don't know what it is, but I know I'm headed into a new chapter of life. It's easy to reminisce on the past and like think about the past a lot. And I think that's really normal when you're headed into a new chapter. And Nicole's obviously headed into a new chapter too. The bitch is in California. So, yeah. But then I realized, like, two days later, I was like, I texted my ex. What the fuck is wrong with me? Full menti B. Full menti B. Lost my goddamn mind, love. I was like, what is wrong with you, Lemmy? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I did have a little menti B about it. Was it worth it? Absolutely not. But, like, sometimes you got girls got to do what a girl's got to do. But that was just kind of overall the Paris recap. Um, it was an amazing trip. I loved it so fucking much. I love Paris. I'm going to be back in a couple weeks. Actually, I will be back in Paris because I have more travel plans there. But I loved every moment of it. Every part. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you. I love every single one of you. Have a great day, night, evening, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. I love you so much. Yeah. Oh, make sure to rate the podcast five stars on all streaming platforms. Leave a comment on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Give it a thumbs up. Tell me you love me. Tell me you uh, tell me I'm the sexiest bitch you've ever met. But love you guys so much. Hope you enjoyed a little home episode, a little switch up. Love you. Bye.